0: Thank you, Chris, so much for joining us. I'm going to get you to introduce yourself, Uh, but I just really quickly wanted to remind everybody, the whole point of the podcast is to make business better for business owners. And you know that, um, that's sort of my whole thing. We want to bring anything that we can to business owners that can make their life easier, more joyful, more profitable, and I see so much in what, uh, in what you do that, if we just all followed it, uh, life would be so much easier and happier. And look, I even have a protein shake because I was thinking about you and I'm like, I should have protein. Nice. Um, yeah. So you've made a huge difference for me. And I just wanted to share that with uh, the business owners in our community. So cool. thank you for joining us. Um, and I'll just, yeah, get you to tell us a little bit about yourself and maybe why you think I asked you to come on here. Cool. Well,
1: I, yeah, I should say I, you know, vice versa. I think, you know, we, I've learned and Kathy and I've learned so much from you and, you know, to be a part of this, I felt really honored that you invited me. So thank you. Thank Thank Um, you so much. Yeah. So I'm one of the owners of Purple Carrot Health Foods and I'm a nutritional consultant and have been doing that for, gosh, every time. I always have to look up in my office at my certificates to see how long have I been doing this. So 12 years this year, which is, craziness. So, um, you know, started off focusing on intolerance and allergies, and then it sort of has morphed into dealing with a lot more complex issues and helping people eat for their lives and their issues and what have you. And, you know, I'm so passionate about health and see that the difference in how you treat your body and your lifestyle choices, how that impacts you. And I'm always blown away by the body and what it does when you're doing the right thing. So I love to be able to share that and then have people see the difference that their choices make in their lives and how they feel. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, I, I totally get that. I, I've been noticing that like the last couple of days when I've been really intentional with what I eat and drink and put in my body and sleep and exercise. And it's crazy the things that you... Even like a couple, like, I think we were talking about me joining the sober club and, uh, you can, I can just tell when I, even if it's one or two drinks, I just don't, the next day, I just don't feel amazing. And, no, and right now I feel amazing because I just haven't drank, you know? And so that's one little small thing. I think that for me is a really big noticeable thing, but, um, I'm really excited for you to share with us about how kind of we can manage. Uh, anxiety and stress. And and it's crazy to me that we can do this with uh, nutrition. So I think it's so awesome. Um, And I want to talk about fatigue, I think, and having energy, because all these things just make you such a better leader, um, your business owner. And then I want to just kind of hear about your, there's so many different diets out there. There's so many uh, different, well, I guess maybe fad diets, maybe was the word I was looking for, or maybe different suggested ways of eating different diets. Um, and I was just wondering if you had a sort of what's your take on eating in general. I'm sure you probably have many. Uh, I do. But then, yeah. Okay, cool. And then, yeah, I want to end by asking you to tell us about like the biggest mistake you often see and what you think will make the biggest difference for business owners. So okay. I've got it here. You don't have to remember. I will look at it okay. to make sure we stay on track somewhat. Okay. Um, but yeah, so like, I guess let's just talk about uh, nutrients and food and yeah what should we do (laughs) help us (laughs) okay
1: well I, I think the biggest I think you had a good key word in there and it's nutrients and I think that we forget that that's why we eat to get nutrients you know and instead we grab the easy thing we grab the quick thing we grab what feels good generally temporarily we go with our habits, we forget to listen to our body, and, and our key to eating is to eat nutrients, and it's really that simple. Get the nutrients in. I mean, you wanna make sure you're absorbing them, and get rid of the junk, or at least limit the junk, and make sure when you are eating junk that your body's actually getting rid of that junk as well. So, so I, I think- I that
0: word from your notes, just so you know. Okay. <laughs> that was not my word, that's definitely your word. Um, so there's so much to unpack there. Um, eating to feel good, I think, is a very like I know that this was something that like I'm 37 now, and probably until last year, I think that I used food to comfort myself for sure. Um, and I'm sure I still do it occasionally, but I had like issues around food, like I would I would overeat when I was uh, stressed or that that sort of thing. And I think it's so common, like it's 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 rare to see somebody who actually. Intentionally eats with the purpose of getting the proper nutrients, right? So yeah. how, it seems like such a completely different life. And I think for me, the reason that I never used to stick to diets or um, programs was because it seemed so hard to do in real life. Yeah. So what? How do people do it easily? Like, is there a rule, sort of a general rule, you have for people?
1: Well, it's start, you know, and when. It, it, it's hard because we we have we're creatures of habit and we're emotional and we're stressed and we're too busy and we live these chaotic lives and so it's easy to run through the drive through it's easy to grab a coffee as a pick-me-up or a chocolate bar or it, you know we we do things easy most of the time and and, and that's where we need to remember that we have to take the time to take care of ourselves. And so if you're not willing to take the time to take care of yourself, you're not going to feel better. You know, with my clients, sometimes they come in, I had somebody recently and they're like, well, I don't want to cook. So, you know, how am I going to feel better? And I was like, well, I get that, but you have to, you have to take that time. And it doesn't have to be you know, chopping for three hours every single afternoon or spending an entire day meal prepping for the week, it can be simpler. You're not needing to make a seven-course dinner every night with sauces of this and that. It can be very simple and it can be very tasty, but it's not as easy as just put going into the cupboard and grabbing something and thinking you're going to feel really good by making the easy choice. You have to be organized and it takes a bit of time to start so if you're willing to just start and then you start feeling the benefits it's worth it and once you get there then then it's easy to follow so i, I think that's the biggest thing
0: so what about people doing food prep for you or something because i'm i i'm one of those people that doesn't like to cook like i yeah. actually don't like it like i dislike it yeah and I'm, i hate having to do it so yeah do, are there any do you recommend food prep companies like are there people that can do it for you i think there's some good options
1: um i think we need better options you know there's all the meal delivery companies you see them all HelloFresh and chef's plate and i'm sure there's a billion more we have a local one which is great mocha local and the nice thing with that is that a lot of like if you're getting the meat the meats are local a lot of the produce is coming from local providers and and so that's a good option and then we're so, supporting a local company and you're getting local foods, which is going to be better than something shipped from wherever the heck they other ones shipped from. Um, But I find even with those, and honestly, through this COVID thing, we were working so much and it was so hairy for a bit that I was getting the mocha local kits really consistently and then my kids would make it. And then I get home and dinner was made and oh, like it was amazing. And then they're learning to cook, which is cool, but I like to eat more vegetables than what comes in a lot of those, and so, but that's as easy as you know, grab a you know organic salad mix and have a salad along with, or or what have you. And so, there are things you can do, or even your own meal prep. I make smoothie bags for myself because, you know, grabbing all the veggies first thing in the morning is it's sometimes a pain. I don't want to be chopping at seven o'clock in the morning, and yeah. so I'll pre-make bags and I put greens and I put some fruit and I'll throw some seeds and what have you. And then I just dump that in the blender and then whatever liquid goes in there. And so there's some things you can do that make things easy. I'll, I'll make frozen meals on, I usually spend about three hours doing some meal prep on Sundays. And I get that some people don't want to do that. If I don't do that, my husband goes and eats fast food. So I make frozen meals for my husband and for my kids. And there's lots of veggies and some sort of protein. And I, like I said, I sometimes not even three hours, sometimes I can do them quicker. And then I have, you know, 16 meals in the freezer that, and I know they're going to eat.
0: Yeah. You got me doing that. And that's made a huge difference in our lives. Mm-hmm. Not that Tim is completely innocent of eating fast food. i I still find wrappers, but oh, yeah. Um, yeah, there's definitely like, I think quiches, I make a lot for him, even like normal meals that you wouldn't think that are freezeable are they're easy to freeze and even for myself I finally started cooking some vegan food on the weekends too and i've been able to grab like complete protein meals with lots of veggies out of the fridge and just microwave them like last night i got home from working out in a long day at probably like 8 30 and i was starving and like if i didn't have frozen food like meals already made that I could just microwave, I would have definitely not made a good choice. So yeah. that's def- that'll probably be my quick tip today. I think, yeah, making food on a day that you have time and and freezing it. And then also, um, if you don't like it and you can't afford to pay someone to do it for you, you just have to change your paradigm around it. Because yeah. um, like Tim and I, will cook together and it's actually fun. Mm-hmm. Like I actually started to enjoy it. So yeah, yeah, I, I do... I agree with you, I think that's a that's a must. It yeah. is,
1: and then the key, you have to be organized. It, it was interesting, I had a, a, a customer recently, and you know, she was having a lot of inflammation, lots of pain in her body, and crazy hot flashes, and she was like, oh my gosh, and I'm like, Kate, let's how do you follow this anti-inflammatory protocol, and I get an email from her a couple days later, and she was like, oh my gosh, this is so hard, it's so hard, I just wanna grab what's in the cupboard, and I just wanna eat what's there, and I was like, I get it, and when you first switch, it is hard and it's habits and it's your mindset and it is your perception or your paradigm and what have you. And you just have to switch. It. I'm like, you can do it. You just stick with it because then you're going to see the shift and you're going to feel better. And then you don't want those things. You don't crave the breads or the chocolates or the coffee or what have you, because you're feeling better. And then you start realizing, maybe you're like, Oh, maybe it wasn't that bad. I'm going to have that coffee or that wine or, or whatever it is. And then you have, it and you're like, Oh yeah this is why I don't eat this way. And then you have that reminder. And so it was cool. Cause then she came into the store. Uh, I was maybe two weeks after that. And she sort of had this sheepish look on her face and she was like, and I was like, what's going on? Like, is it okay? What are you doing, she's like, I feel amazing. She's like, I lost six pounds. I have no hot flashes. I feel so much better. My you know, water retention's going down. And I was like, that's awesome. And she's like, I'm going camping this weekend. And normally it's marshmallows and you know, crap and what you.' She's like, I don't even want it. So I've got veggies cut up and I've got, you know, some, I want to come and get some, you know, a few treats here that I know are cleaner. And I was like, and once you just do it, then it's worth it. And, you know, it's maybe not that easy for everybody um, to see the switch right away. Some people don't notice that they feel better immediately. Um, And sometimes it can be almost like, especially if you're an emotional eater, which we all, I am too. I'm stressed and I'm like, yeah, I need sugar now. Um, It's good to know you're human. Yes, absolutely. And yeah, you just, you can almost have, I I usually explain to my clients when they're starting something new, you might feel a little empty. Vegetables aren't comfort foods. They're not like, oh, I feel so much happier now. It's not a short term bliss that you get from eating them. So you can feel a little physically empty and emotionally empty because you're, you know, if you're not eating those foods that you find comfort in, but then you will. Then your your body adjusts, and you get used to it. And again, it becomes just part of what you do
0: when you can make those good choices. Well, I think we all want to know what the anti-inflammatory diet's about. Oh, well, that sounds like my favorite a favorite thing to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, okay. It,
1: the biggest thing is getting nutrients in get in like eat lots of vegetables like that's your number one thing and and that's something I'll do as a start so let's say because it generally anti-inflammatory you take out inflammatory foods the big guys dairy gluten and corn are my top three there's other foods and sugar everybody knows sugar I, I generally tend not to include sugar in the conversation because I think everybody knows but I think I should maybe remember to say that because drinking slurpees and eating cookies and donuts and you know sugary drinks and what have you is not going to make you feel better. It is sugar is inflammatory, so you take out the bad guys and increase your vegetables and a wide variety of different kinds of vegetables. And so when I have clients who are like you know they're eating cereal for breakfast and sandwiches for lunch and lots of dairy and cookies and McDonald's and and so the idea of taking out those foods and eating vegetables is overwhelming also just, you just start increasing your vegetables. And the more good you eat, the less time you have and the less stomach space you have to eat the bad. And so if you can just start, let's get in more good, then the bad will start weaning out sort of thing. So I
0: think that's a really big key takeaway that I think a lot of people, if they're listening to this, and it's overwhelming, and they just feel like it's I know for a lot of us, we think all or nothing, like if I can't do it mm-hmm. well, I'm just not going to yeah. do it at all. But I think yes. that's such a really good takeaway is just put in more good, just put in more vegetables, put in more water yeah. and not yeah. as much room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I had noticed my water bottle on the screen when I was drinking and I was like, oh, some mm-hmm. people haven't seen this big jug yet, but I don't, I can't, I feel horrible if I don't drink four liters of water a day. I don't know. My mom's like that too, but yeah, a lot yeah, of people yeah. just don't drink any no I can't believe
1: it like none I ask it on my intake form how many glasses of water do you drink and some people are like zero. What do you <laughs> drink? Oh my gosh oh, I drink coffee in the morning and wine at night oh no oh my gosh really how do you poop how do you like you must feel terrible you're shriveled up on the inside like oh it's just mind-blowing
0: come up on today's show <laughs> well that's my favorite thing to talk about <laughs> only podcast everywhere we will talk about poop <laughs> So does eating better, like in the way that you just talked about, also help with anxiety and stress?
1: It can do. I, I mean, anxiety, anxiety is a tough one because it's multifaceted. I mean, oftentimes there's, you know, trauma or, you know, emotional stuff that goes into that. And that's definitely not my area of expertise. I know for myself in my own life um, that I actually just recently realized that I suffer from anxiety and I never knew it before. I've always said to myself, oh, I'm not anxious. I'm not anxious. And it turns out that some of my behaviors, am my spinning and crazy at night? And my, you know, I'll panic, something happens at the stores. Maybe there's a complaint or something. And I just, oh, I can't let it go. Turns out that's anxiety. Um, so there's an emotional, aspect there in a, you know, a psychological aspect, and I'm a huge promoter of counseling, huge, huge, huge. I recommend it to my clients all the time. And so I, I can't speak to that from a, you know, a practitioner perspective, but there's a huge gut brain connection. And so when your guts aren't happy, we will see brain function impact, right? Like your water, that's another big thing. There are studies that show that being dehydrated can cause depression symptoms, Symptoms and anxiety symptoms. So, drinking enough water is is really important. And I mean, you need fat for your brain to work. You need nutrients for your brain to work. Uh, So we have to deal with that. And again, the gut brain connection. When we're producing the majority of our serotonin in our guts, how your guts function will impact how you think and how you feel. And brain fog is a really really common symptom that. I get asked about and eating better is something that can contribute to better brain function for sure
0: so what else do you do for better brain function
1: um well again fat fat's really good for your brain so you know if you eat fish eating fish or you know fish oils or getting your seed oils avocados are wonderful olive oil that sort of thing so getting in good fats is really important for that and again like i think the biggest thing is you know if you're not pooping well, you're not going to feel well. So make sure your digestive system's functioning. Or if you poop too much, you know if you're uh, you know diarrhea all the time, well your your brain's probably not going to function very well then either. So it's it's deal with your your gut issues. Uh, in particular, uh, gluten is a food that. I see probably most commonly linked to brain stuff, and there 's actually even been studies with like gluten and schizophrenia like on the you know sort of far end of the spectrum, which is really fascinating so if you 're suffering from anxiety depression or anything neurological, looking at potentially pulling out gluten and seeing if that helps um, and there 's new research in you know brain function and inflammation, so again reducing that inflammation in the rest of your body can impact your brain function and anxiety and so on and so forth as well.
0: And reducing the inflammation, that was the anti-inflammatory diet you were talking about.
1: Yeah. So taking out those inflammatory foods, dairy, gluten, corn, sugar. And um, there's actually some research with eggs, but that's person to person. There's some other foods that can be an issue and increasing the nutrients. So I use the walls protocol a lot with my clients, and that's getting three cups of dark green leafy veggies, three cups of colorful fruits and veggies, and three cups of sulfury veggies. So like your broccoli, cauliflower, asparagus, onions, garlic, mushrooms, that sort of thing.
0: Hmm. Um, so I think I also got some stuff there before called GABA. Are there yes. supplements that you give people
1: too for anxiety and stress? Yeah, uh, I mean, in anxiety and stress, you know how stress impacts you is is different. So, anxiety may not be your tendency, but if it is, GABA can be really helpful. And there's chewable GABA, which is nice, so it works really quickly. And it's sort of GABA's a neurotransmitter and um, so you can take that supplementally, and it's it's generally quite safe as well. I mean, as with any supplement, um, especially one that's going to affect your brain, you want to be, talk to your doctor or pharmacist first, and be careful if you're taking meds, like if you're on an anti-anxiety med or uh, an antidepressant, you have to be really, really careful about natural supplements that you take for that, because if you're taking something that affects how your body utilizes serotonin, and you take something natural that does that, you can actually end up with too much serotonin, which sounds good, but it's not good. It's, it's quite bad. So you have to be really careful. That's
0: good. That's yeah. funny.
1: <laughs> but, you know, magnesium is coming. And so that can be helpful. Um, and it's good for your heart, it, you know, feeds the adrenal glands, it's a natural muscle relaxant, it can help with bowel movements and Magnesium is a nutrient I really like and I find a lot of people are deficient in it and B vitamins are really important if you're stressed and they're not calming your B vitamins. In fact, they can help with energy, but they feed your adrenal glands and so your adrenal glands are like your stress glands. They make all your like adrenaline and cortisol and those like running for your life, fight or flight hormones. And so when you're stressed a lot, your adrenal glands can get deplete. So B vitamins and vitamin C and magnesium all feed your adrenal glands. So it's important to support those organs and glands and, and you're getting all those nutrients. in so you function well if you're under stress.
0: And people can just come in to the store and ask about this stuff, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't want, yeah, I, I don't want to recommend blanket statement to people. Everyone should go get GABA. So yeah, they should definitely yeah. ask. And you said, oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, so I guess since poop's on the table already, uh, some people might be wondering what is a healthy, what does a healthy day look like? What's the perfect
1: poop? Yeah, I
0: guess. So. <laughs> I couldn't have teed you up better, eh? I know, hey,
1: hey my favorite topic. Yep. Uh, you should poop every day, for sure. Like there's no, no question about it. I'll hear people are like, well, I've always only poop once a week. So that's normal. No, no, that's not people normal. People do not say that. Totally. Like, and pooping once a week. Oh my gosh, you feel terrible. You feel terrible. You feel terrible. Um, imagine if you start pooping every day when you've been going once a week, getting all that out and all the relief. Oh man, it's exciting. (laughs) Um, so you should poop every day. Two or three times is actually normal. It should be formed. So, Uh, You don't want loose. Um, I don't know how much detail you want me to go into here.
0: I'm already, I'm not drinking less of this chocolate protein shake, that's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) We're all in. Uh, The perfect poop should be
1: about the length of your descending colon. Um, So that depends on how tall you are. Um, So close to a foot. It should be about a loony or toony in diameter. It should half float, half sink. It should be a nice dark brown or sort of a medium brown. It shouldn't really smell. Um, You shouldn't really have to wipe. I mean do wipe (laughs) but it it wouldn't be surprising if you wipe and you're like huh there's nothing there i mean yeah so that's
0: the perfect poop wow no podcast will ever top this (laughs) that is a lot of detail thank you i'm sure that no one would have asked that even if they were wondering (laughs) wow it's funny though
1: because i i do i have clients and they'll, you know, after I've been seeing them for a little bit, they'll be like, oh my gosh, I had the perfect poop. I'm having the perfect poop. It, you know, and then they get excited and then we talk about the perfect poop and then they have it and they're just like so excited. And not going to lie, sometimes I've actually got pictures and I'm like, wow, we're there. No, you we're don't there. get
0: pictures of poop <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So, um... Okay, there's so much good stuff here. So energy, you talked about energy, B6 complex? Your your B complex. So B6 is one B vitamin.
1: Some people think a B12 is a B complex, but B12 is one of your B. So B complex would have all your B vitamins, B1, B2, B3, B6, B5, B12, folic acid, that sort of thing.
0: So then that helps with energy. So then we won't go to like coffee or chocolate or energy drinks. Some people can't believe anyone would drink energy drinks. I know. Um, So then that B vitamin, what else is there that can help up energy? Because I read in your notes there, um, we don't need caffeine, people, we think we need caffeine. But so if we don't need caffeine, how do people have good energy? Well, the problem with caffeine
1: is, I mean, it's a stimulant, right? And then it's it's addictive, and so we the addiction is really what creates the need for it. So you drink it and you feel better. The same as any addiction. I mean, I don't want to correlate it to like heroin or what have you, but you know, it's the same thing. Like if you're going through withdrawal, you're going to have symptoms like I need it, I need it, and then you have it, and then you're like okay, that's what I needed. I feel much better. And mm-hmm. so it's an illusion that we need it. And I, I love coffee. I'm not saying I don't drink coffee. Um, but you don't want to need coffee. You, you know, at three o'clock in the afternoon and you have that lull. you don't need a coffee there. You need to deal with why you're tired. If you have to have a coffee in the morning to get going, there's an issue there. and We want to address that issue. And so, you know, I, I Like I said, coffee's delicious, and if you like it, have one as a treat, but don't be dependent on it. And so if we need, you know, that mid-afternoon lull is really common, you know, where you get tired, you know, towards the end of the day, and you reach for coffee or chocolate. That is more, again, we want to use that as an indication of an imbalance. And so one of the big things I find with the fatigue that can happen is you're not getting nutrients at the right time. So if you have that lull in the afternoon, eating a good breakfast can help in preventing that, or having, you know, eating consistently and having your blood sugar imbalance is something that you also want to be doing. Um, Sometimes that low in the afternoon is indicative that your body's been under too much stress and maybe your adrenal glands are having a bit of a hard time and you need to support that. And again, B vitamins are usually my first place I go there because even if you don't find that it gives you the energy you need, it's doing other good things. It's good for your hair, skin and your nails and your circulation and your heart. And I mean, most of our functions in our body rely on B vitamins. So I always like things that do lots of things. So if it doesn't do the thing we want, then there's other value in it. And so, you know, taking a B complex with your breakfast or lunch, um, which will make your pee really yellow. So don't panic. Um, that can help that mid-afternoon lull. Or for some people, they need a little more herbal stress support. And you mentioned GABA. GABA is sort of more calming, but there's sort of adaptogenic herbs that can just help in supporting your adrenal glands. I really like ashwagandha. The amino acid tyrosine is really beneficial. And especially if you find you have that brain fog, I find tyrosine is really good. There's some really interesting studies done with tyrosine and sort of Draining people and making them really tired and then having them perform You know mental function tasks and doing that either with tyrosine or not and the ones who take tyrosine will way outperform the ones who don't and mm-hmm. so yeah, there's some I really like tyrosine My favorite stress support or adrenal support supplement is called adrenal pro and it has the ashwagandha and the tyrosine a few B vitamins and some Siberian ginseng some herbs like that and so I find they can be really helpful and uh, preventing that mid-afternoon lull or that fatigue in the morning or um, sometimes we'll have the opposite thing where you know you get up in the morning and you're like I can't get out of bed this is terrible and then you go to go to bed that night and you're exhausted and then you're ding and your brain's crazy 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 and that's really an indication that your body's not coping with stress well and your cortisol levels are a little wonky and you know they should be high in the morning so you jump out of bed and they should be lower at night so you can fall asleep so
0: yeah, I should have told you before we could use me as a case study because I can tell you're very um, professionally avoiding the you take that you take that. Um, but yeah, take I take uh, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, I there's so many things that you said that I'm just like, yes, yes, that's my problem. That's my problem. The, the coffee thing, though, I'm kind of stuck on. Um, I think I grew up watching people need coffee. It's like the most common meme I've ever seen. You know, don't talk to me before I have my coffee or whatever it is. Uh, yeah. I still remember when I was a kid and I, my parents let me taste coffee. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, why would anyone drink this? But every morning I'm like, just get it in there because yeah, like I basically stumble around until I have my coffee.
1: But you do anyway, like
0: it? No, it's, I don't you, like it at all. I really? literally drink. Yeah. You're and are drinking uh, out of obligation. Wow. No, but, but I need it, but I never thought of it as an addiction before, which is hilarious because you're right. Until I have it, I don't feel normal. Yeah. So I can't even imagine a morning without coffee. So that's going to be my next uh, goal, I think, um, is to go caffeine-free. I remember I did it for like a month or maybe two months there, and I felt amazing. I forgot mm-hmm. about that. Temporarily, think you'll feel crummy. Yeah. For sure. Because it's withdraw. an addiction.
1: mean you quit anything, you're going to have – but it's usually about three days, and then the physical addiction really should be over. The, habit, the habit's a whole other kit and caboodle. But, you know, three days in the addiction should be – great
0: habit books out there but I love that you offered that three days because I actually one of my um, mentors actually talked a lot about that three-day thing and I thought that was so much more doable than 30 days because I know a Mm -hmm. lot of the habit books I've read talk about that 30 days some talk about 90 days but if people can just get that message you know if there's something that you want to cut out uh, or a positive habit you want to put in I think it is really truly three days because I know I remember I think it was Christmas one year i emailed you and i'm like i am literally dying like my head is pounding so you're like yeah it's caffeine withdrawal and i'm like what like it just felt it was crazy so yeah i guess yeah that's gonna be my next thing one thing i want to point out to people though and this is something i really learned from me over the last few years i have spent so much money on face creams like ever since i was like 18 because i was like i don't want to look wrinkled i don't want to look older and so i like think back I can't even imagine how i probably, I've probably spent hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like it's crazy. And then one day you're like, yeah, I just, I just use coconut oil. I was like, just coconut oil. What now? And so, um, yeah, that's what I do now. And I'm just like cursing myself every time I use the coconut oil. I was like, why didn't I meet her 20 years ago? You know, like, and I think it's a lot like with food, we, for me anyways, and, and I know a lot of people, it's like, okay, I feel tired. So I'm going to drink some, for me, I drink a rockstar. I know it's horrible. I'm going to quit again. Um, So I need that. I need that. I need that to feel normal. And then I, maybe I put on some expensive face cream when I could be just eating good food or using coconut oil. Or so if we just were doing the good things, we wouldn't need to like fix our energy or or take something to fall asleep, or yeah, it's crazy, because we just work ourselves into this place where we're like, well, now I need this to fall asleep, because I took this in the afternoon to stay awake. And it's just, yeah, yeah,
1: that's that's a bad habit to, yeah, we're taking something to energize and taking something to calm and what have you. And that that's a tough. Yeah, that's a tough situation. I do want to just speak to the coconut oil, because if there's any like estheticians, Watching, they will lose their mind. <laughs> coconut oil they, is probably not the best I'm thing. Sorry. I'm lazy. This, I can't be bothered. But I will have to say, I'm not using coke. I use coconut oil to take off my makeup in the that morning. Nice. I should take it, it off funny. at night, but I don't. Um, oh, no. People are just, yeah, you're <laughs> in Don't take your beauty care advice from me. <laughs> you do. Like, it really is. Like, so many people will spend a fortune on their skincare. But they don't take care of this and this is what creates healthy skin when you're the healthiest the people who have the nicest looking skin they take care of their insides and yeah you do want to take care of your skin and coconut oil can clog your pores i do have to say i'm using a uh, face oil now from this there's two face oils i love robin lily who's local makes a beautiful serum it's amazing and then one from a company called ellie bianca so yeah, so i was always like coconut oil you know leave my makeup on all night Schmear coconut oil on my face because I can't be bothered to do anything else. Sometimes hand and body cream I would use too. Don't tell. Um, And then I tried, I got a free bottle of this Ellie Bianca face oil, life altering. Because I used to find, even with coconut oil, if I forgot to put it on in the morning, I'd get to work and my face would just feel shriveled or tight, especially if I've been bad at drinking water. And with the Ellie Bianca oil, oh my gosh, I can't believe how nice my skin feels. So I've never actually spent fancy money on my skin before, but I'm willing to for a good serum. And they're, those two are my favorites.
0: Okay. So I think that's another, it's just like the feeling good and not eating caffeine thing. Cause you have the nicest, youngest looking skin of anyone I've ever met. That's why I switched to coconut oil. But what I didn't do is switch to eating everything properly and not drinking caffeine. So that's, yeah, that's so crazy. We do all these things to try and fix the outside, but if we just ate properly, got the right nutrients, ate more vegetables, drank more water. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's awesome. So what's the biggest mistake you see people making, but if you can specifically, I know, you know, a lot of business owners and we're a special type as entrepreneurs. Um, we take on a lot. Uh, and so is there a common mistake that you see with business owners that you might want to try and address or give some advice on? It's not taking the time to take care, to take
1: care of you. And I know, you know, as a mom, most moms tend to take care of everybody else besides them. As a, you know, business owner, as a boss or a manager, you tend to take care of all your staff and your customers and not yourself. We put ourselves last. And, you know, you hear the analogy all the time. We don't use it. You know, when you're on the airplane and the mask comes down, you always put it on yourself first. And we don't do that. And so when we're not taking care of ourselves first, we're not being the best person we can be. And, and that's, yeah, you just, you have to take care of yourself first and you will do a better job at being a mom or being a business owner or being a boss when you are take care, taking care of yourself. And I know that for me, when I'm not coping as a human, if I'm not taking the time to sleep or eat well or eat regularly or drink enough water, I'm not happy. I can be angry, I can be, you know, more anxious, I can be quick tempered and then I'm not effective. And when I'm not effective, they're not effective and they're not doing their job. And it just, it's this cascade Of everybody not doing well when you know the head's not doing their job and and it's really as simple as that you have to take the time to take care of you have to
0: yeah i love that and I, i saw somebody post something like last night about um a different way to look at uh that whole analogy and i think the way she put it was that it's actually irresponsible as a mother and a leader to not take care of yourself well we think it's selfish you know, we, and I'm not saying we as in
1: everybody, but I know for myself, we almost have a bit of a martyr mentality or that idea that being busy is it's awesome, it's cool. I'm so busy, I'm exhausted. I don't sleep. <laughs> I'm, you know, and it's this badge of honor that we run ourselves ragged and that we do everything. I'm doing everything for everybody. You know, look at me. And that's, not okay that this is what we've created, that that's normal. You know, that's not normal. It's super common, but it's not normal. And we need to stop that idea that it's selfish to take care of you, because you have to. And then your kids model after you, your staff models after you. And I mean, especially in our business, we're in the health business, right? So we as business owners and our staff, we, we want to be modeling health from all perspectives.
0: That's such a good point. I didn't even think about that, but you, there are so many people like, I don't have kids, but I have nieces and a nephew and I work with a lot of kids and uh, volunteer with a lot of kids. I meant Um, they don't pay me. (laughs) Um, But yeah, they, I, one of my, the little, one of the little girls I'm thinking of when she was 11 told me that uh, she said something and it was like, oh no, I'm trying to cut back on sugar or like it was some comment that sounded so adult. And I was like, oh no, did she hear me say that? Or like, did she, it, it was something about being fat. And I was like, what yeah. have I done? You know, you got to remember people are looking up to you, especially in yeah. your business. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's a really interesting point about
1: um, women and body image and, you know, especially modeling to young girls is that it isn't about And we'll use that. I'm not going to eat sugar because it's bad for me because I want to look good. And I always talk to my clients about that. I was just today. I'm like, your weight isn't what our goal is. You know, we want you feeling good. We want your you sleeping well. We want your skin healthy. We want your joints feeling good. We want your hormones in balance. We want your digestion good. We want you to feel good. That's why we make healthy choices. Not to look good. Looking good ends up it's nice when it's a you know a side benefit. But you know, and I think that's important to model to our children that. Eating well is a sign of respect for our body. It's not deprivation. It's not uh-huh. punishment. It is nourishment. And that's another word I like is let's nourish our body and respect our bodies. And that that's huge, 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 huge.
0: Yeah, wow, that was powerful. Um, somebody said, if you don't take care of this body, where will you live? Exactly. Yeah. My other favorite one is we only have two places to live our
1: planet and our body so we need to take care of them both
0: yeah i like that did you make that one up it sounds like a, a criticism. nobody use it lots oh, okay <laughs> it <like> from instagram <laughs> oh that's awesome um wow okay and and i want to add too i i finally get that uh i finally get it the whole point you know because i remember just obsessing about weight and size and everything and um, it wasn't until I let that go and started to focus on feeling good that I actually did look good. Yeah. Like it, it's so, it's so messed up, but if you can just let that go and really focus on feeling good, it does come yeah. because if you feel good. You look good. You feel good. You look good. You, but it's, it can't be about looking good. Yeah. No. Yeah. So the men are probably like, is this relevant? Maybe, I don't know. I, I don't have a lot of diet conversations with men. It seems easier for my husband, but uh when he tries to cut weight for a fight, he just cuts it like 30 pounds in a month. Wow. Like just, yeah, I'll just eat less or I'll just have one cookie instead of six. I'm just like, oh, but um. so yeah, that's, that's awesome. So the biggest difference maker for a business owner, if business owners are watching this and they're thinking, okay, what's the one thing I can do that will just make the biggest difference for me?
1: One thing, I can't think of one thing. Um, drink more water and drink less coffee.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah. Any kind of caffeine, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, we little bits like a matcha tea, you know, like a green tea, like a really matcha is really green or matcha, some people say. Um, there's some antioxidant value and what have you. And it's lower in caffeine. So that's one that I see a lot of people be like, but I love green tea and green tea is so good for you. Some people try and say that with coffee, but mm, no. <laughs> um, I can't say it's good for you. And again, if you want to have a coffee as a treat, have it. Just don't depend on it. But um, yeah, caffeine really um, all caffeine. Cause then people, you know, start drinking six cups of black tea a day. That's, you know, that's not going to be helpful either.
0: Yeah. That's my, I'm going to, I'm going to look at that. Um, okay. So then people are going to have to go back and watch this and take notes. I think there's way too much good stuff in here. Um, but if you just had to give like, you know, how we usually do a quick tip on the podcast, just cause I think a lot of people like that actionable, what can I start doing tomorrow? Yeah. Uh, or even tonight sort of thing, what would be, your your quick tip for the business owners that are listening you to know, look what did I write as my quick tip oh there we go um
1: <laughs> is eat regularly like eat I think that's and again as a business owner it's hard you're busy so you just forget you're hungry and we start losing track and you know we have to listen to our body and respect it but if we ignore it for so long we actually stop getting the signals you're not thirsty or you're not hungry and you can go all day by drinking coffee and you're not hungry till supper or, what have you. So it's eating regularly and drinking enough water, getting in nutrients. I mean, that's the goal.
0: These never end up being quick tips because they're so interesting, but, um, the listening to your body thing is hard for me. And I don't know if anybody else experiences this, but, um, there were a lot of days where I would just have caffeine and I wouldn't eat until nighttime. And I just thought, well, I'm not hungry. I'm listening to my body. But so you're saying if you ignore the signals for long enough, they stop coming. Yeah, That's yeah, good. they can for
1: sure. And, and then you it's funny, like especially water, you haven't been drinking water, you're one of those zero people, you start drinking water, you'll actually find that you'll get like crazy thirsty to start and you sort of it's like your body's signals are sort of mixed up or we can see sometimes even hunger and thirst get mixed up. So if you're really hungry all the time, but you're not drinking water, drinking more water can sort of help in subsiding the hunger. But I mean, caffeine's an appetite suppressant, so that's fair. It's muting your, muting your, uh, signals as well. So it's really listening to your body. It's learned and you get better signals when you're feeling well and treating it respectfully. When you're feeling crummy and stressed and tired and blah all the time, you don't get good signals. Well, your signals, your signals, you're feeling stressed and blah and tired and what have you so once you start making different choices you'll be like oh like I said you know when I eat that oh yeah that doesn't make me feel very good or you know I've been you know eating you know your first three days if you're eating increasing veggies you're honest you're not going to feel really good those first three days you're gonna be like this sucks I hate eating these vegetables (laughs) and so you don't want to listen to your body then give it a chance But it's easier to listen to your body once you're feeling better and making good choices. So that it's learned for sure. It's not a, oh, now I'm listening to my body. So I'm making all the right choices, you know. Good
0: to know. Um, That's good. Uh, I have one more question because the whole all or nothing thing, that's something I've been working on the last few years. I didn't realize that was a theme till one one of my mentors, she's a counselor, pointed it out um, she's like, it's not, it's not all or nothing. It's not black or white. It can be a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But I used to have this, uh, like do or die mentality where it'd be like the keto diet, for example. And then if I messed it up, it was like, well, screw this. I'm going to do everything or eat everything or whatever. So, um, if people do make a bad choice, like what's your advice?
1: Then yeah, don't, don't stress about it because it doesn't solve anything. And yeah, that's, I see it all the time, all the time, all the time, the all or nothing thing, or you know what, I fell off the wagon. We don't want it to be a wagon. We want it to be just doing life better. And you know, there's the 80-20 rule or this rule. I try not to make too many rules. Sometimes there's certain situations where we have to be a little tighter, have to make different choices. Maybe there's a you know, a severe inflammatory bowel flare up or something. Well, you don't want to mess up then and eat a bunch of ice cream and McDonald's. That's going to make things worse. You have to be, so there's certain situations where you want to be a little more diligent, but the goal is work your way into doing more good. And again, the more you do good, the more you're going to want to do good. And so if you do great and you're feeling great and then you cave and eat an entire pizza on a Friday night and a bottle of wine, well, you're probably going to feel terrible and learn your own lesson. But then the next day, eat you know extra veggies or I know for us when we were young and we would go to the local fair or you know some special event and we knew we were going to be eating junk we're going to have cotton candy my parents would always make sure we ate lots of extra healthy things before we went and then we'd have usually a smoothie or juice when we came back and to sort of make up for the junk we had or you know I find that you know with my children I'm like you know, we knew we were going to have cake and ice cream for dessert. So let's have an extra vegetable at supper and just get a little more extra nutrients in or, but it's, you know, it doesn't have, it doesn't have to be all or nothing, which is easy enough to say, but it's, it's not a wagon. You're not on or off. You're living and you're human and there's going to be, you're not perfect, nor should you be perfect. You have to have treats. I have treats for sure. You just want to do your best and know that that's your best and continually work at growing, which is, I mean, you could say that about any aspect of life is just do your best and keep working at doing better. Cause there's always room for improvement.
0: Awesome. <clears throat> um, I was going to say my quick tip is that, that cooking and freezing food once a week, cause that may has made a massive difference for us. Yeah, It's much easier to make a choice than you can just pop it in the microwave. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And you taught me that. So thank you. Yeah. Um, so basically I just want to have you tell everybody where they can follow you or find you or, uh, hear more about what you've been sharing with us. Cause you do, you do share this kind of information on social media, right? Yeah. And we're doing a little bit
1: more Our social media girls. Awesome. And she photographs and does she's, she's amazing. So yeah, she's been really great. So we're trying to. Trying to do a video a week where there's some sort of information on, and we did one on inflammation and sleep. We've done a few, so you can go look at our videos on Purple Carrot's page, which is on Facebook at Purple Carrot Lethbridge. Instagram is at Purple Carrot Lethbridge. I think we have Twitter, but I don't even know if we post on Twitter. So ignore Twitter. Does anybody
0: tweet anymore? Is that a thing? Yes, actually. It blows me away every time, but I, uh, I, I abandoned my Twitter years ago, and I kind of thought that it would just die out, but it hasn't. Yeah. Oh. So some people do. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Awesome. So at Purple Carrot Lethbridge, Instagram yeah. and Facebook. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, I saw one of your videos. It was super informative, and I I had bad internet. I was trying to share it, but I couldn't share it. Um, but yeah. Okay. So great. That's where they can find you. Awesome. And then guys, you know, you can find me Kelly Ray Tamaki TMH on LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, or Instagram. So Chris, thank you so much for joining us. And thanks guys for listening. I hope this serves you. I know that Chris has made a massive difference in my life. And I know if you take even one of these things and implement them, uh, you'll feel so much better and you'll just show up way better in your business. So thank you so much, Chris. And thank you thanks for having me. Yeah.